and welcome, welcome to Drunk Mythology. Mythology. I'm your co-host, Chris Hansiger. And I'm your co-host, Christian Madonna. And we are kicking off this holiday season with the Hans Christmas Anderson Collection, which is one story. Happy, happy uh, holidays. Holidays. Ho, ho, holidays. Happy holidays, indeed. Happy holidays. Feels like just yesterday was Thanksgiving. I know, right? It's wild how time flies like that. Um, so today we are doing my favorite story, um, which is the Snow Queen story. At least favorite, like Han, Hans Chris, Christmas Anderson story. Well, it's actually up there with my all-time favorite stories. Oh. Yeah, folklore, mythology, and otherwise. Yeah, it's it's a goodie. It is. So yes, the Snow Queen. Um, and I do want to preface this with, first off, uh, this story is from the interpretation of Han Christian Anderson's The Snow Queen. Um, this is a retelling from one of my favorite collections of his work and was uh, written by Robert Mathis. So sorry if some stuff gets different or wrong from the version that you know. He does cut some stuff, and I'll go over that at the end. Yeah, sorry, sorry if it's not frozen. Which is also the Snow Queen, but very, very, very different. It's been adapted for musical. Elsa was actually supposed to be the villain. If you look up early concept art, she's actually drawn very, like, um, like big band um, Eartha Kitt villainy. Oh, they didn't do her big eyes, round face? No, she was more angled. Like, like, Eartha Kitt as Yzma. Oh, Yzma, yeah, I was like, oh, Eartha Kitt, oh, yeah. And, like, very, like, flamboyant, like, um... Like Yzma. Yeah. Uh, like, yeah, that sort of thing. Or, like, Carol King back in the day. Uh, Okay, but she... Now, but now she's the Elsa that we know and, uh, you know... Yeah, and uh, Frozen 2 came out recently, so what better time to go over the story of the Snow Queen than now? Yeah, it's it's her time. Mm Mm-hmm. Frozen 2 songs. Haven't seen it yet, but we will. We will. Uh, So, okay, here we go. Uh, We set the scene, starting in hell. Off to a good start. Like, hell... Hell? Yeah, like hella hell. Like hella hell. Yeah. (laughs) Like the the hell's hells. Hell's bells. Hell's bells. Yes. The the fiery place with all the demons. And the devil is there. Oh, like hell devil hell. Yes. And he's working on his evil mirror in his devil's workshop. Like Christian hell. Yes. Dante's Inferno hell. Sure. This is Hans Christian Anderson. Yeah. You know. You know. You know. Devil hell. He's working on his devilish mirror, right? Oh, in the devil's workshop. Yes. And he creates a mirror that reflects back the ugliest version of whatever it sees. Um, So, like, it turns butterflies into murder moths, uh, wilts flowers, shows Snow White, like, the evil witch queen, like, all that kind of stuff. That's the worst Snapchat filter. Yeah, it makes you super ugly and horrible. (laughs) But not in a cute way. No, in an ugly and horrible way. So, the devil is like, this is perfect to do my evil deeds, right? I got this mirror, turns things ugly, I don't know what I'm gonna use it for, but here we are. So... (laughs) Yeah, I don't know what I'm going to use this for. <laughs> this seems dastardly. So <laughs> I was inspired by a mirror this morning. Yes. He looked in and he was like, perfect. <laughs> so he takes um, his trusty wolf thigh bone and just smashes the mirror to pieces. It's for bad luck. That's what it's for. <laughs> Which is, you know, what you do with your with your opus, right? Your creation. And you're just like, just fucking destroy it. No, he, he, what he, the problem is he sees himself in it and is like, 
Am I this evil? Am I this bad? No, it's the mirror! Destroys it. <laughs> yes. And so a cold wind picks up the shards and swirls them all around and then distributes them all over the world. Kind of like the shards in Inuyasha, but like more evil. So now we pick up with the main story, right? Um, so to set the scene. Once upon a time in Copenhagen, there lived two poor, as in wealth, not necessarily as emotional state, children. Two poor children. They were wealthy in, in friendship in and friendship and, and love. love. Yes. But poor as but, hell in money. But poor in Krona. Yes. Or whatever Danes use. <laughs> so there was a boy whose name was Kai and a girl whose name was Gerda. I know, a very pretty name. You can tell why they changed it to Anna and Kristoff. He was right. a boy, she was a girl. Could it get any more obvious? Right. So they lived across a very narrow alley from each other, and they were like the best friends anyone could ever ask for. Oh, the two best friends anyone, or well, the best friends anyone could have? Yeah, the two best friends anyone could ever have. They were the best. Um, their parents were too poor to afford a garden or a yard, so instead they made a window box of flowers that bridged the gap between their homes. Oh, that's pretty cool. And then they could, you know, step across the, the window box and go on. It's also horribly unsafe because it's a suspended window box across an alleyway, two homes. Well, I mean, at that point, they could probably just reach across and, like, crawl from window to window. You would think. So, during spring and summer, they would sit amongst the flowers in their dangerous arrow garden. Yeah, they're sitting amongst it. <laughs> yeah, they're just chilling in this suspended garden. It's the Hanging Gardens of Copenhagen. <laughs> Right. Their favorites in the in the flowers were the roses that grew there. Obviously. Yeah, roses are pretty and they prick you. They're pretty and dangerous, like this garden box. Every rose has a sun. Yeah. So during winter, they had to stay inside because it's cold as fuck. And winter in Denmark, in like... Copenhagen? Ooh. Yeah. At this time, there ain't no central heating. Like, it's cold as fuck. It is cold as fuck. <laughs> so they would melt a peephole size spot in their windows to be able to look at each other and play through the winter months, like doing charades and shit. That's that that that's cute. Yeah, it's cute. It's a little creep a little creepy, but also well, a little cute. A, a little people, you know. Yeah, people. What could go wrong there? So, once spring came again, they could play in their danger garden. Um during this time, a cold wind blew across the city. Kai suddenly clutched his heart and proclaimed that he had been hurt somehow. Yeah, well, they were playing in the garden, and, uh, what, like, a little, little butterfly landed, a little butterfly landed on his hand. Yeah, and at that moment, he, like, clutched his heart, like, ah, the butterfly bit me on my heart. I'm, I'm allergic to butterflies, and it turns out this was a bee, and I'm allergic to bees. Yeah. Um, so then he clutches his eye and says a stabbing pain has blinded him. Ah, uh, I, arg, I'd be blinded. And he became a pirate. Yes. So Gerda was worried and wanted to help him, but Kai pushed her away and was all like, Eww. No, Gerda! Arr! Back, wench! <laughs> Ladies are not allowed on sea ships, Yarg. Uh, no, get away. Your ugliness and stupidness is making it worse, Yarg. The only woman in me life be... Is me sea. The, my life, my love, and my lady be the sea. And my seamen. Gerda, you're a fine girl. <laughs> then he shut himself inside. Um, so Gerda was like super sad that her best friend had said these things and also turned into a pirate. Um, he'd never been cruel before, or a pirate, or been near the sea. So she was very, very upset by this. Some interpretations would say he's still not a pirate. Yeah. So all summer, he refused to see her, and when winter rolled around again, he ignored her people playing. 
Oh, he wouldn't even play people with No, her. and that was their, like, favorite weird game. As everyone's favorite winter game. Yeah, she thought that he no longer loved her at this point. Well, yeah, you, you, you don't want to play people with you. It's like, oof, yeah. moved on. Yeah, the people was the last thing. <laughs> it was the final stick in the straw. Hey, people, hey, people. <laughs> so one night as Kai was brooding out a window, which, like, maybe it was puberty that struck him, you know? Hey, all party of a sudden. people. <laughs> Where he was all just like moody, moody, and, like, and didn't want to hang out with his like best friend from childhood. Oh, that happens all the time in stories. Except it's usually like, oh, you're too nerdy, and puberty hit me, and I got good at sports. That's what happened with Kai and Gertie. Gerda. Gerda. <laughs> so one night while he was brooding, being all like angsty, um, he saw the snow swirl outside of his window and make a face. Oh uh, yeah, always at him. Always Adam? Shh, shh, that didn't come out the way I wanted it to. <laughs> so it was this face. It was a cold but beautiful woman. It was a face of a woman. Um, and she vanished as soon as he saw her. Well, to a teen boy, everything's the face of a woman. Exactly. A woman who's all like, <laughs> you know. Um, <laughs> That's exactly how she's like. Yeah. And uh, so she vanished as soon as he, like, figured out what it was. And he was like, oh, that was weird. But then he forgot about it, like, the next day. Oh, yeah. Just teenage attention man. Right. So the next day, Kai was all of a sudden like, I'm going to go sledding with the other lads in the town square. Because that's a thing I do every year. Exactly. And his parents were like, you've never wanted to do that before. Will Gerda be joining you? And I want to impress my new guy friends. Right. And Kai was like, with the lads. And then slammed the door. I'm going with the boys. <laughs> the boys are back in the square. The boys are back in the square. And crack open a cold sled with the boys. Right. So from her window, Shud and Gerda watched Kai drag his like practically unused sled through the snow to the center of town. And Gerda thought, wow, that was mighty rude of him to not include her in the sled thing. Also, when did he get a sled? You know? It's, it's like their grocery sled. Like, it's not even a fun sled. It's, no, it's, it's, a, it's a functional a, sled, really. Yeah, it's more functional. It's like a... It's got, sta- like, a bumper sticker on it. It's like a it. station wagon of sleds. It's a Subaru. Yeah. I mean, it's No, it's, it's, it's a Volvo. It's, it's, <laughs> it's, yeah, it's, it's Swedish. It's a Volvo. <laughs> it's got some extra room in the trunk, you know, for those groceries. And it's got, like, the uh, protect, uh, protector seat covers. It's also got the JD Star Powered Associates five-star crash test safety rating. Yeah, totally. So, in the town square, it was normal for boys to grab onto passing sleds to gain some speed on their sleds. Oh, yeah, you know, you're doing the old... Um... Skateboard thing. Yeah, so like drifting, sliding. Oh, I forgot what it's called. Shifting. <sighs> I, I've never done it because I'm not a hooligan. I've never done it either because that shit's unsafe. Unsafe. Dangerous to be unsafe. I did it in Tony Hawk Pro. Yeah. I mean, when Tony Hawk Pro is skating, he can do whatever he wants. He's Tony Hawk. So, um, as Kai was getting ready for another go at this whole sledding thing, um, a beautiful white sled passes by, bigger than all the rest. Oh, yeah. It's like the, you know, it's like the Lamborghini of sleds. Yeah. Like a big old Lamborghini. White, polished, beautiful, intricate, ironwork. The doors to it open upward. Yeah, totally. The DeLorean. <laughs> so Kai grabs it and the sled goes like super fast. Like it takes off like Ghost Speed Racer. You like know? a Lamborghini. 
Yeah. Um, zero to 60 in two seconds. Um, and begins to leave town, and Kai is, like, hanging on for dear life as his sled basically kidnaps him into the woods. Oh, yeah, he's, he's trying to untie it. He's trying to stop sledding. But this one's like, you're going too fast, man. You untie from this thing, it's going to make a turn, and you're just going to go right through the snowbank. Into oncoming traffic, yeah. Like, it's going to catch, like, sparks. <laughs> oh, and you don't... He does, Kai doesn't have insurance on his Volvo No, sled? not on the family Volvo sled. No. Yeah. They they don't they actually don't have a license either. Well, of course, Kai doesn't have a license. He's only like twelve. Yeah. Um. So once they were safely to a second location where no one can hear you scream, obviously. Oh, they're just on the outskirts of town, you know, unsafe zone. Yeah, the sa- the unsafe woods zone, like just five feet outside of town. The suburbs of Copenhagen. <laughs> this sled stops. Um. For the first time, Kai sees the in driver. Forever. For the first time in forever, <laughs> Kai sees the driver. It's the baby driver. Um, it is a pale woman decked out in blue robes and white fur and a crown of icicles. She's an imposing figure. Does she have a uh, polar bears? Yeah, I think like Lion, the Witch, in the Wardrobe sort of a thing. She's totally doing the... Um, the Tilda Swinton? The til- yeah. Yeah, totally. And Kai, he's totally doing the... Uh, Edmund. Edmund. For sure, 100%. This is... We called it. <laughs> C.S. Lewis, we read you like a book then. <laughs> We read your book like a book. Yeah. <laughs> on you. Uh, so sure enough, it was the Snow Queen. Um, and at first, Kai was scared. But then the Snow Queen, like, whispered comforting things and, like, just planted one on him. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, it's a 12-year-old boy. Yeah, just big old icy kiss right on his face. Oh, yeah. Um, which filled his body with cold and had, like, a chemical reaction with the ice that was inside of his, like, eye and heart. Um, and made him her slave. Oh, so it, it froze his heart. Yes, it did. It did. This is going to come up a lot. I know. The, try to contain yourselves for the parallels between this and uh, Frozen. No, I will not contain myself with all the Frozen <laughs> references. He no longer felt the cold or anything, and he certainly didn't think of his family or Gerda. I mean, the cold never bothered him anyway. I can't stop! I can't stop! <laughs> It's going to be a long episode. Um, he got on the sled with her, and they rode off until the sled, like, took to the air like Satan Claus. Or Santa... Oh, well, yeah. <laughs> or Satan Claus. Satan Claus. Grampus, if you will. And it was all like, we're walking in the air to the lair of the Snow Queen we fly. That's the snowman reference. I know. You could be getting <laughs> frozen references, but there you go. An obscure children's movie from, like, the... 70s, 70s, yeah. From like <laughs> Denmark, I don't know. BBC. UK, I don't um, know. So yeah, it's a good movie. Um, meanwhile, Gerda was waiting for any sign of Kai. And when none came, everyone was like, guess he died of exposure. Damn shame. It'd be the 14th, 12th century, whenever it is. <laughs> whenever he, this takes place. He was outside for too long. He's dead. Don't yeah, worry. he's Casper now. It's too late. Went he sledding. kept sledding and sledding and sledding, and then I got cold, and then I got sick, and then my dad got sad. <laughs> so Gerda cried like the whole winter and into spring. Um, one day, she was crying about Kai being dead when a nearby swallow whistled, Get over it! <laughs> okay, maybe he didn't say that. <laughs> it is not so. She was like, what? And the birds were like, it is not so, it is not so. Never more. 
Yeah. So she's like, huh, these birds talk a big game, but they don't really offer any concrete evidence. I'm going to go ask the river what's up. Brooks loved to babble. <laughs> he probably wrote that. He wrote that. <laughs> That's a good joke, and you know it. <laughs> Before she leaves, she grabs the new red shoe she got for Christmas that, that year. Like, Kai had never seen them, and they were the prettiest goddamn thing they have. They were actually pretty plain, but since she was so poor, these, like, red shoes were the spice of her life, you know? Yeah, they were very dull, muted red, but boy, better than beige, you know? They were she red. was just decked out in beige, and then those red shoes, man, that was it. Oh, those red shoes were real nice. Yeah. I hope she keeps them forever. <laughs> um, so once she's by the river, she asks if Kai was alive, and the reed seemed to nod. Or, you know, maybe it was just the wind, like... Blowing the reeds. Or the wind was nodding. Yeah. So she asked the river if he knew where Kai was and would it take her to him? And so the river was silent, but again, those reeds nodded like maybe, you know, in the wind. Ooh, maybe. <laughs> it will take you. What do you got for fair? So Gerda was like, should, should I throw my new shoes in the river as a sign of good faith? You know, a gift. Polluting the river. <laughs> <laughs> right? The river was like, no, that's polluting. But it was a river, and Gerda didn't speak water. So, she threw the shoes in, but she was pretty weak, so the throw was, like, to the bank. The wind was already blowing back, so right, she the threw was like, no. and then it just, like, ugh, back in <laughs> Yeah, back into her face. And the river was like, oh, thank God, she missed. And so she's like, maybe I gotta throw them further. <laughs> And I was like, no, no, I dodged a bullet. I don't want your stinking shoes. But Gerda doesn't hear him and spots a mysterious boat just like chilling in the reeds. She gets in it and gives the shoes the old yeet. And this time, the force of her throw dislodges the boat that begins to swoosh down river. She yoded them. She did. She yeeted them. So Gerda can't swim, so she's like... This is my life now. Hey, maybe I'm being taken to Kai, which wouldn't be so bad. I've made a terrible mistake if I'm not, though. <laughs> yeah, if I'm not, I'm just going to drown, I guess. <laughs> I, I love Kai, man. I'd do anything for him, so I'm doing this. Yeah, so ever the optimist, eventually she does get a little worried that as, like, a lot of time goes by, she's pretty far downriver at this point. As time goes by. Yeah, she then spies, like, a warm cottage along the banks and calls out for help. I hope it's made of gingerbread. It's not, but there are toy soldiers outside that are, like, the size of men. Are they wooden? I guess. But what else would they be? Were they I, snowmen? I mean, they, like, waved to her, so they're, like sentient wooden soldiers. Like nutcrackers? Yeah, but like eight feet tall, so scary. Like big nutcrackers. Yeah, they could crack some nuts, if you know what I mean. Could crack some skulls, <laughs> like, like soldiers. Yeah, um, but coming out from this house is an old woman with a flower crown, and using her stick, she pulls the boat onto the shore. Oh yeah, she 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 pulls in with one of those like uh you know a pulling off stage uh hook sticks. Yeah, totally. And she's just like yeah. Um, she takes in the sorry state of like wet wet beige Gerda, um, and offers her some warm fire and food to hear her tale. Warm fire and food. Yeah, that's all you need on these traveling through Denmark, maybe. So, <laughs> on the way in, they pass by the woman's flower garden. And Gerda noticed the rosebush and mentions that they remind her of Kai. And the old woman is like, who's Kai? Old woman witch will remember that. Yeah. <laughs> who the fuck is that? So, Gerda tells her tale to the kind woman who was like, 
brushing her hair. Oh, she's totally brushing her hair with like a golden comb and just like, oh, dearie, tell me your tale. I want to hear all about it. Is it sad? I love me a good tear, Jacka. Last week I watched The Notebook for the first time. (laughs) The 400th time. (laughs) The old woman puts her to sleep and is like, oh, I've always wanted a child of my own, and this one is like the best one I've ever met. I've got to convince her to stay. It's not like all those other boys I've thrown out. Right, or eaten. There's like Uh, a pile of of child bones. Yeah, and and shoes and stuff. And none of their shoes look as nice. No. So she uses her magic to, you know, Surprise, she's a witch. Uh, she uses her magic to destroy the rosebush in her garden and cast a forgetfulness spell on Gerda. So Is she then, a good witch? No. Uh, I mean, she's, like, not an evil witch, but she's a morally gray witch, I suppose. I guess, I mean, she did just kill the the rosebush and all that. Yeah. And, and wants to, spell. like, keep Gerda against her will. You know, it gets a little weird. Um, so, to cast this forgetfulness spell on Gerda, so the next day Gerda has forgotten all of her, all about her quest to save Kai. So, if you guys want to know what happens next time, tune in for part two of this story as it continues with Gerda's quest for Kai. Cobra Kai. Gerda's gonna get that Kai guy, shy guy. Yeah. Thank you guys so much. Bye! Bye!